This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. This is episode five with New York Times bestselling author John Acuff. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to On Purpose. My name's Justin Barclay, reformed radio shock jock turned inspiration junkie. Each week we bring you extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes living their daily lives turning pain into purpose, finding opportunity in the obstacles, and transforming tragedy into triumph. What separates them from the others? How do they stand out above the crowd? We dissect their process and uncover their powerful secrets, the keys to living life on purpose. Whether it's time to change your life or life has dealt you a change, This is the show for you today. Yeah, the career he thought he wanted, but he just wasn't fulfilled. So he figured it was time to reinvent himself, and he had the courage to do just that. We welcome the show on purpose, New York Times bestselling author, John Acuff. Author of the book, Do Over, Rescue Monday, Reinvent Your Work and Never Get Stuck. John is a hilarious guy with a very serious subject today, and I can't wait to bring him on. One of the really cool things when you write a book, people start to, to put like these great little endorsements on the book, and, and the, the one on the front is definitely awesome, from Seth Godin, who says, this is the best career book ever written, but my favorite is, is one that's kind of tucked away in the back from somebody you'd never guess, Jim Gaffigan? <laughs> Yeah, that guy. Comedian, funny man. He says do-over is funny, insightful, and well-written. Three reasons I resent John A. Cuff. <laughs> so that's the kind of ride you're in for today. Get ready for some fun. Welcome to On Purpose, John A. Cuff. Let's start a little bit with uh, with your story, man. You know, I've seen you through the years. I've, I've read your books. Um, that bookshelf behind me has quite a few books after my bump. Uh, which we'll get into later. But after my little bump a few years back, one of the things that I did was go through and just start reading a bunch of stuff, just reading anything I could get my hands on. You know, I was in radio for 20 years, and uh, most that I would read is maybe uh, TMZ or uh, Facebook. <laughs> you know, I wasn't really into uh, into reading very much, uh, but I have become uh, quite a reader and uh, read several of your books and, and most latest uh, do over. So tell us a little bit about your story. I know a little bit about you and, and your journey um, and how it applies to uh, maybe folks listening that are that are looking to to take their uh, their life to the next level. Sure. Um, background. I was born in North Carolina, but I grew up in Massachusetts. My dad started a church up there when I was going to the first grade. Um, and so grew up in New England, loved it, went to school in Birmingham, um, Alabama, which is certainly different than New England. Um, and majored in journalism. Always thought, you know, I kind of want to be a writer. I wasn't 
literature, uh, majored in journalism with a focus on advertising, and then spent the next 15 years working either at ad agencies or at corporations that had um, marketing departments. And so really, really fun, really enjoyed it. And along the way, really felt like, you know, there's some creativity I'm not able to use at this job. What what do I do with that? Like, where does that go? And I had um, started my first blog in 2001, but it was with Dreamweaver, like terrible blog. I don't even think we were saying the word blog then. And so I stopped that, I think in 2001. But then in 2007, a guy I worked with said, hey, you should try blogging. Like, I think you'd like it. And I thought, well, what, what is that? And that's what really started me to go, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to lean into this. So I did a blog for about a year. That one, like 80 people read a day. And then I started a second one in 2008 that went viral in a really fun way and got a book deal out of that, started to you know do some public speaking. Then I had an opportunity with a guy named Dave Ramsey to go work for him, which was just this fire hose experience of learning. Really, really fun experience. And then about two years ago, went off on my own. I felt like I was writing books about daring people to risk and I wasn't risking myself. And so eventually, I said, okay, I've, I've got to try this. And so that brings us to, to present time, so to speak. So you had, you know, it's funny because I hear you uh, having read the book Do Over and talking about like the, the four different ways that life kind of happens. You know, it kind of sure. happens to you or you, uh, you make changes in life. Um, I'm hearing some of those different changes for you. Somebody who would go work for someone like Dave Ramsey. Um, especially, you know, after you've kind of done your own thing, you've been in corporate America. Um, that's a really secure and safe feeling, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like it, it, you almost would have a tendency to think, well, I've made it. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. How did you how did you come to grips with, um, as you said, you felt like you needed to take more risk and and and. And how did you, how did you, how did you deal with that? Yeah, I, I think the, the thing I tell people is that it's easy to leave a bad situation. It's hard to leave a good one. And so you're right. Like there is a lot of awesome stuff there. Um, but part of it was that it's such an entrepreneur's environment. Like he's just a greenhouse for entrepreneurs. And so I felt like, you know what? I want to try this. I think I can try this. Like there's some pieces I'm curious about trying this. Like I don't have any guarantee it'll work, but like what, what, you know, I know it won't work if I don't try. And so, yeah, there were, there were definitely some moments of it would be easier to, to work with a bunch of really amazing talented people at a company um, versus like going off and trying to figure this stuff out on your own. But for me, I just felt like there's this, this is this unique time in our, our culture and, and work life to try things. And I wanted to, I wanted to try some things. And so that was, yeah, it, it was definitely scary. There's still days where it, it is still definitely scary, but it was something that I, I really wanted to try. And, and part of it was that I had fortunately had kind of a, a foundation to try from in that I had social media platform and I had some books. And so I was able to like, I don't, I try not to take terrible risks. I think that's kind of the entrepreneur's myth or the business myth is that like gambling, wrong taking dice. risks. 
yeah, gambling constantly. Like I, there were some things that I knew that, okay, like, yeah, it won't be easy by any means, but there's some things I have in place that make it less of a risk than it might've been. There's some uncertainty there. Um, how, how much, uh, def- definitely, how much certainty though, that did you have? Cause at one, in my radio days, I look back, somebody asked me the question the other day, very, very interesting conversation we were having about a career change that, that he was making and in and in the radio business. And one of the things I said, you know, I, I think back to it. I started in high school and I think I was still dumb enough. And that's I use that in quotations, but I think I was still dumb enough to believe I still had that childlike um magical you know power belief that i can do anything i want to do and so i it never crossed my mind that i would ever lose that that i could ever find myself like i did three years ago in a position where i was out of a job even though i'd won there you know like i never ever thought that that was possible just never had it in my mind and i think that was a lot of that was kind of a lot of part of my success how much does certainty play a part in your in your success and what you're doing how certain are are you and 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 do you know that you know yeah that i think that's a great that's a great point um yeah i think and i feel like i've read this a bunch from a bunch of different people the idea of like thank goodness at the time i didn't know how how the rules went or how difficult it was because i might not have done it um so i think there is like this naive optimism you sometimes have um where you go like ah why not let's try it like as I think it was Sir Ken Robinson in his TED talk that said, like, let's give it a go or have a go. Um, and so, yeah, no, there's there was definitely I mean, I didn't have anything lined up like I didn't. It wasn't like I jumped from like one thing that was certain to something else that was certain. I just had the idea, you know, and I'd, I'd gotten wise counsel like there was an impulsive um, but you were certain maybe, and this is, when we say certainty, maybe it's a different word for faith. Like you had the faith in yourself, the faith that other people were saying you should try this. Um, they, I had the faith in my family too. Mm-hmm. Like I have an amazing wife mm-hmm. and like, you know, and I have amazing in-laws and I have amazing parents. And, and so I, and I didn't, you know, and financially we were in a good place cause we'd like. I use the Dave Ramsey program. Like, yeah, total money makeover is huge for my family. So financially, I felt like we had, but yeah, nothing was certain. Um, so I didn't, but I, but I felt like I had developed a certain like level of skill or proficiency in some things that mm. hopefully would be able to kind of cover the gap, um, so to speak. And speaking of family, what, what's that like to to go to your wife? Um, I kind of have a sense of this because of how it is in my house, but uh, you know, what's it like to go to your wife and say, "Hey, you know this thing that that, that I'm doing that's really working out. I, I want to do something else." Like, <laughs> well, no, I, like it was that wasn't hard at all. Like, yeah. she was she was the one going, "Hey, we should do this." Really? Like, oh my gosh, she's way more adventurous than I am. Like that's the funny thing is that awesome. because I'm out front. Uh, I sometimes get credit for things that I am not. So like when people are like, you're so brave, I think I am so terrified. I just <laughs> going to do it anyway. Like I'm not, no, I'm not like, yeah. I'm not that brave. I just, I've looked at it. I've, I've got the faith about it. Like I'm like, I'm going to do it, hmm. you know? And so, but no, if anything, Jenny was like, yeah, we, we're meant for adventure. Like, let's do it. Let's figure it out. And so no, she, she's definitely more along the lines of like, are you ready to be the writer? I know you are. Like, are you finally willing to, and so I, 
yeah, I, I can't take credit for, uh, I can't take credit for that because there's so many things where it was Jenny going like, hey, here's here's what's up. You know, that's so powerful. Relationships are so big. And I know we're going to talk about that's one of the main four pillars uh, that you talk about in the book do over. But what about environment? How big of a role does environment play? Does it push you? Does it hold you back? in any aspect in life and, and success. More with author John Acuff in his book, Do Over, when we continue next. I'm Justin Barclay. You're listening to On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. The Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. You're listening to On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Grab the All Access newsletter, tips, tricks, and inspiration at justinbarclay.com, or you can just text the name Justin into 4422. Two, grab your phone and text the name Justin into the number 44222. We'll ask you for your email address and then you're in. We're on with John Acuff right now. The book Do Over and John just talking a little bit about success and what it takes. How big of a role does environment play, John? You know, there's all these, it's funny, there's all these cliches that I think we grew up with that we just think are cliches and they're, they're not smart or they don't they're not real. But the older you get, I think you start to realize that they are true. And, you know, one of them that everybody said is you become the sum of the five people you hang out with. Uh, and I don't know if it's that clear. Like, I think that's a, that's a really easy way to say it. I don't know if it's, it's that any more than I don't know, you know, a lot of other specific things like that. But I do think the environment you're in plays a significant role. And my example of that would be I live in a city where people do weird things. Like Nashville is a city where people do interesting, non-traditional jobs. They're chasing their dreams. Chasing their dream. It's yeah. one of the few dream cities in, in the country. And so, like, I'll, I have friends that are musicians, and you'll take them on a Thursday night to a local Kroger or Walmart parking lot, and there'll be 15 tour buses there, and they'll just try to find the one that they're supposed to get on to go to their, their show for the weekend. <laughs> Like, so there were cities I've lived in where the idea of what I wanted to do would be weird. You know, the idea of like, so wait, you're a public speaker and you write books, but like, what else do you do? And, and to go like, well, that's all I do. Or like I work, you know, I do consulting or do whatever would seem weird, but Nashville, it doesn't seem weird. It seems normal. And so that environment really helped me. And then the environment of people that, you know, mentors, advocates, I could ask questions of and say, Hey, what am I missing? Like, what am I not seeing right now? Or what am I, you know, running with my friend, Nate, who lives around the corner and went through a transition, like he and I kind of talking a lot. And, and so, yeah, your environment really, really shapes. And the problem is you can get used to anything. 
And I think a great example of that is Atlanta. So when we lived in Atlanta, if you asked me if I had a bad commute, I might have been like, ah, it's not too bad. I mean, it's only like, it's like 50 minutes each way, you know, like, so what is that? Like an hour and 40 minutes a day? It's not bad. But in Nashville, my commute when I worked uh, for Dave was like 15 minutes. And so half an hour versus an hour 40, that's a way better commute. And there's a lot of cities in the country where they'd go, wait a second, you do two hours in the car every day? Like you're yeah. only awake for like 16. One eighth of your time is in the car. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. But you get used to it. Mm-hmm. Like you get accustomed to your environment. So that's why you always want to be careful about what's the environment I'm getting used to because it does impact me. And now you what? Walk to, to you know, across the hall to... to... No, I have to leave. I have you to do? Leave. Oh my gosh, yeah. I don't... Like, for me, working from home is a great way to ruin home also. Like, it's just so dumb. We fantasize about it when you work at a company. Like, oh, it'd be amazing. Maybe for some people it is. But for me, it means I'm never not working. You know, because the laptop's always there. Like, Uh, hey, hey. So you have to physically have boundaries. Yeah, and I have to leave. Like, I have. And, you know, it's stupid, but I miss the commute. Like, I I didn't understand how many Mm -hmm. falls I used to do during that. Yeah. much kind of decompression time that was or all these yeah. things that and you know i might have oh, like that's where it's so silly like you complain about it until you don't have it and then you're like oh i wish i had it isn't it funny the grass is always greener and i remember my commute like when i was doing radio in the morning you know i probably lived 30 or 40 minutes the last last place in detroit away from from home and in the morning very quick obviously nobody's on the road at three o'clock in the morning but coming back there would be people on the road and it was time in the morning it was time for me to focus in on what exactly I was going to do. Like yep. literally I was playing it through in my mind and then coming home, you're right. Decompressing from what, what that, what, what happened that day and just kind of like unwinding. That's, that's really powerful. Yeah. And, and so you completely, you completely understand that. And so that's what I think is really, really funny. The, the ideas of, and I try to challenge myself and other people about, well, where are you right now that you're missing? Because if you're only dreaming and working towards the future, there's a chance there's mm. something already that's pretty good in your life that you're just not seeing. That's so, and that, man, you know, I need that. That is so powerful. And uh, that deserves, I think that deserves a little more spotlight because I was sitting out, I, I work from home, you know, I was sitting out on the deck, um, and we have about an acre behind us. It's all woods. Sun is shining. I'm having coffee, writing in my journal. I'm reading a little bit. And um, this this morning, I was just struck by I could feel the sun on my back. And I just wrote something because I just was struck by the moment this morning I wrote on Facebook that just take the time. Because I feel like what you just said, we're always looking forward to something where a lot of times people are looking back and it's that's another thing that's really causing them to, to, to not enjoy the moment. But like when you can just stop and feel that, for me, it was the sun today. Just feel the sun and then feel like just what is that? Feel the appreciation for the gratitude for what it is. That- yeah, a really simple thing. I mean, that wasn't a big thing. You know, like that was really simple and but it was awesome. And I think, yeah, you get so busy, you get so focused on other stuff, you get so busy about like your 10 year life plan that you miss like, wow, the, like I felt the sunshine today. Like that was really awesome. Right. Because who knows if we're going to make it 10 years? We don't know that. No, we don't. I mean, and you don't know what you'll be doing in 10 years. Like, that's what I always have to tell people. Like, 
you're like when somebody, I always joke with people, like when somebody tells me their five year or 10 year plan, I always think like, that's adorable. Like you think, like you think that's what's going to happen. Like Best that's so plans. great. You know, so well, I mean, it's good to have those things to shoot for, right? It's good to have things there's to a value aim for. There's definitely a value. But, <laughs> the best laid plans. All right. So we're talking about uh, relationships and John Acuff is with us. The, the book called do over and another one of the four pillars. We'll talk about this specifically when we come back. How big does a role the relationships actually play in your success? Y- you know, you think about networking and and what does that mean? Who, you know, and it, a lot of times they say, like, it's not what you know, it's who, you know, you probably heard that before. John talks a little bit about that when we come back, taking a quick break, and we're back right after this. I'm Justin Barkley. Ordinary heroes walk among us every day. These are their stories. On Purpose with Justin Barkley on the Blaze Radio Network. Jay Severin. What will chill your blood is that the instant this photograph was taken, Two of these three men knew they were taking their last steps on earth in order to murder as many innocent people as possible. This captures the final moments of somebody's life, and somehow it's all the more grotesque that it's the bad guys. Jay Severin. Weekdays, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern. On the Blaze Radio Network. Ordinary heroes walk among us every day. These are their stories. On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. He gave up this lucrative job working for Dave Ramsey to go out on his own and write more books. John Acuff, the New York Times bestselling author, talks about why and what you'll need if you are ready for a big life change, whether life hands it to you or in fact, you have decided to go out and do it on your own. Um, one of the big things that you need is relationships. Um, the thing I love about your book is when I talk about living life on purpose and the changes that I went through three years ago and, and how I had the opportunity to kind of start over and see how life was different. And I wanted to encourage people to do something different. A lot of the things I came in, in touch with would be, you know, you'd re- read something or see something on Instagram. It's a picture of the sunset. And then, you know, um, there's some sort of flowery motivational thing to it. And a lot of that's cool. It's kind of like the candy, right, of inspiration. But then, John, when I sure. look at your stuff, there's some of that. But it's really more practical. Like your book is another example of this step by step. Okay. Now I want to do something or I need to do something. What do I do? And, and relationships are a great place to start. Yeah, I just think that, I don't know, I have, I guess I have a low, low tolerance for the idea that what I ultimately believe is, is two things. One, that you're capable of more than you think. And two, that it's going to take more work than you think. And if I can get you to believe the first one, the permission to dream, the hope, then I can talk to you about the second one. The problem you just described is that most Instagram accounts, most motivational books, whatever, they focus on the first one. They get you really excited, but they never talk about the second one or they sugarcoat the second one because they're trying to sell copies and they go three ways to, you know, be taller tomorrow, you know, in one simple trick, you know, or like every video course right now has the same sales scheme. 
And it's like somebody who did one thing well on the internet for like an hour and they put together a PDF that's 40 page, like 40 words. And they go, ah, it's my free ebook. If you download it, I'll give it to you free. And they just want your email address. And then they try to upsell you to a course. And it's just like, it doesn't help people because what happens is, and I have shelves of these books in my house. You get excited, you read it and there's no practical steps. It's just like, when you want the sunshine to hit you, it will if you want it bad enough. And you just go like, oh, that seems like. And so on the flip side of that, there's books that do a great job of going like, here are the 52 practical things you need to do. But there's no hope or fuel of inspiration to drive right. you through them so you don't try. So I try to hit that middle of it's inspiring it's funny like jim gaffigan endorsed the book like it's a funny book yeah and yeah. it's not that it's devoid of inspiration but the inspiration is married to this idea of application and this idea of action um and so that that's just how i try to how do i, I try to approach things well you mix um, it well man you mix it well because it's well, like thanks, food I, with medicine it's a know? balance yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's, it's definitely a balance I try to do. And it's, and sometimes I am, I'm able to hit it and sometimes not, but yeah, I, I don't know. I hate telling people I write motivational books because rightfully so they're like, how many unicorns are on the cover? Well, um, and you know, yeah. what's, what's interesting is that you say that, and even I've even heard Tony Robbins say, I'm not a motivational speaker. And the thing that you don't hear people say, you know, like I've got my motivation uh, minute, you know, I do these videos and whatnot, but what I am clear about is that like no one can motivate you i can't motivate you you might get a buzz from something for a moment but it's not gonna it's not gonna really move you and a lot of times people look outside of themselves for that sort of inspiration when really they have to find it inside right well and and you're you're the one that's gonna have to put in effort um and there's, there's some great courses. Like I have friends that I think do very helpful courses that lay out a lot of helpful information and they've put together in a very deliberate way and they actually help people. I just think that the majority of other courses don't, don't do that. Um, and they promise, they promise things that, that it's, that aren't going to happen. And so that's where, yeah, I, I, but I, I understand the logic. Like the fear is that if I tell you the truth, you won't try the course, but then you kind of end up insulting the person. And it's like, I got to trick you into doing this, you know? And so I think, I just think it's a really interesting time we're in right now with that stuff. Well, it, you know, it's just like anything else. The internet is so big. It's so huge. The great thing is that any, like anybody can be on there, but the bad thing is that anybody could be on there and selling what, whatever it is. And so you're right. I mean, I think most people, when they buy a course, they just buy it and expect, okay, I clicked buy, my credit card was charged, and now my life will change. And there is a certain high that you get from doing that. Because I've done a lot of that. I, in the last three years, I did a lot of that, buying things. And, okay, this is going to be it, right? But um, you're right. There is a certain moment where you have to realize, okay, it's time to move. And I now I've got to actually do what this course taught or I've got to actually put, put something in action. Exactly. Exactly. And that's my, for me, my wife always jokes that I'm one book away from expertise. Like that's (laughs) how I think in my head. And, and I'm like, Oh, well this next one will be the one that, you know, and then I, then inevitably it doesn't change my whole life because you know, it's a book. Um, 
you know, and so like, and it didn't magically do it. And I'm like, oh, I read 10 pages. I still feel the same. And so, yeah, I think you need both parts of that. The inspiration to read it, the application to actually do it. Yeah. John Acuff, the book is called Do Over. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the power of the relationships. We kind of started talking about that, but um, I've every job I've ever gotten in radio, and even after uh, all came through a relationship. There was a relationship, someone I knew, um, someone they knew, whatever it might be. It, it's all been a, a been a, been around that and the power of networking. How powerful? I mean, obviously, it's it's number one in, in the book. Yeah, I think that there's a couple reasons relationships matter. One is that from a, from an opportunity perspective, a relationship is often how you get the first gig. So somebody will take a shot on you. Like you can fake a resume. You can put, you can bedazzle what a resume looks like and say all these skills and all these things. But it's a powerful thing when somebody named Tony says, Hey, you should, you should check out this guy, Justin. Like, cause what Tony's done is he just put his reputation on the line. He gave the Tony seal of approval. So the person that's hiring that or giving that opportunity goes, I know Tony stands for hard work and discipline and effort. So if he's saying this person, Justin is great, then Justin also stands for those things. And it'll take a shot on you. Hmm. Now the flip side is relationships get you the first gig skills, get you the second, because hmm. if you show up and you suck, you don't get invited again. And it's like the example I use in the book is if your friend opens a salon and they suck at cutting hair, you go once yep. and you say like, Hey, I'm so happy that they've got a dream. I just, they don't need to practice it on my head, you know? <laughs> and so that's where, that's the kind of thing I think about is that it's a, it's a balance. And then this other side to me of, um, relationships is that when you go through a bump, like we've talked about, that's what catches you. Mm-hmm. Um, relationships are why money shows up in your mailbox anonymously. Mm-hmm. Like nobody goes, I'm going to put some money in Kyle's mailbox. He's great at coding. Like he crushes Ruby on rails. Like, no, they say I'm in relationship with Kyle and we're going to get through this and we're going to lock arms. And so, yeah. And, and then they also tell you the truth. Like I keep writing yeah. about this idea that, you know, leaders who can't be questioned end up doing questionable things. Like, mm. That's just how life goes. So show me a, a business that fell. Show me a church that fell. Show me a sports star that fell. And I'll show you someone who was isolated and could only be told the things that they wanted to hear. And that, you know, that's just the truth. And so that's what I think. I think so for me, relationships are woven into everything. And so easy to get lost in technology these days. That's why it's so important, I, and I, uh, I think it's great that you highlighted The book is called Do Over. John Acuff, New York Times bestselling author, on with us as we talk about how to change your life, whether you want to change right now or life kind of handed you the change. It's up to you. And some really practical advice. How big of a role in stepping your game up will your skills play? Right? We always hear about these words relationships your skills is next up we'll talk about that when we talk to john acuff right after this i'm justin barclay extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes this is on purpose with justin barclay on the blaze radio network don't miss pat and stew i'm saying it's great you almost said that like you didn't mean no 
Don't read into what I'm saying. Take, right. it, take it exactly for face take value. Take it right at face value. Yeah. I will. All I right. really like Jeffy. We'll take it for, at its face value. Don't, don't well, try to read it. Based on all evidence. Don't try to read it. It's sarcasm on it. It's definitely not true. What's not true? What? Nothing. Pat and Stu. Weekdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Grab my all-access newsletter with tips, tricks, and inspirations. You can literally learn dozens of ways to create more freedom, living life on purpose. My blog, justinbarclay.com, or you can just text in the number 44222. Text the number 44222, and my name, Justin, Send us your email and you're in. Just that easy. John Acuff, New York Times bestselling author, author of the book Start, and this new one, Do Over, uh, talking about how you can up your game. You can level up, as the kids are saying now, like in anything in life, but especially your career, where you are, where you're headed. There are four investments, John says, you need to make. One of them, relationships. We're going to talk about hustle and character on the way couple of buzzwords that you hear nowadays anyway right hustle but what about skills let's get practical what do you need to do those skills that you already have do you need to polish them do you need to learn new ones what do you need to do in order to step your game up the idea i always talk about is that you know you need these four things skills relationships character and hustle and if you're missing one the whole thing falls apart so Let's say you've got tremendous relationships, tremendous skills, tremendous hustle, but your character takes a hit. Mm-hmm. You become Tiger Woods, and it, it falls apart. Yeah. Like, it's insane to me right now that golf commentators are like, it's so weird that he hasn't won a major in seven years. And I just think, like, is it is it that weird? It's obvious. Because his char- like, a mm. part of his life blew up. Why can't we admit that? Yeah. And so... You know, is there redemption and second chances and can he grow out of that? Of course. And I, mm-hmm. I hope that anybody who goes through something like that, that's what their experience is. Sure. But you're crazy if you think your character can blow up and it won't impact your skills or your hustle or your relationships. And so that's that's kind of the balance I always think about. You know, and and God bless him. But uh, until he gets that back on track, you're, you're right. He's all, there's always going to be some sort of struggle. Um and and I think that in in my life I've seen that too. When I when things when I'm right, uh, and, and when I'm, um, I you know when when I'm when I'm like on track, I everything just kind of flows better. You know what I mean? Sure, when it impacts it. it. Yeah, it's all related. How about hustle? This is a big buzzword. A lot of people talk about this lately. Um, I've been hearing this word everywhere it is it's the it's the word of the moment um but it's important yeah i think it is the word of the moment and that's where i try to redeem it a little bit in the book because right now it sounds like an axe body spray flavor you know it's just this like everybody's doing it we think it means to be obnoxious and over self-promotional but for me hustle is just about focus it's not about frenzy it's about you know, focusing on the things that you need to do that need to matter. I, I always tell people hustle is a scalpel. It helps you. It's not just about, you know, 
addition. It's not about doing more. It can be about removing things too. And so that, that's how I look at hustle. But the, the whole thing is that it's fuel, like hustle's fuel. If you, you know, say your skills, your relationships, your character, and you, you build this amazing car, it's like not having gas, you know, an amazing car without gas is just a really elaborate paperweight. Um, mm-hmm. now the, the skills help you focus the fuel, you know, like hustling can be like spraying the car down with gasoline. If you don't have a place to focus it, um, that doesn't do you any good. It just, you burn out and you light the car on fire. And so it is kind of a relationship between all four of those where, you know, character tempers hustle people, you know, the way you, the way you, there's hustle shortcuts you could take that would damage your character. Um, relationships temper hustle. There's people that will say, Hey, you know, you really took advantage of that person. I think you need to go back and apologize, you know, and you go, I didn't even know. I was just, I got so distracted what I was working on. Thanks for saying that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but without it, you've just, you know, you've got a really fancy paperweight. It's interesting because those four things, those four concepts that you talk about, those investments, they really, uh, they they don't like you can't have one without the other. They really do all lean on each other. Yeah, it's a it's a relationship. It's definitely you know uh, a balance, and they work in concert. And you start to see how they support each other. And and some and you know some of your listeners right now would be able to go. Oh, I've got amazing relationships. I know if you ask me five people that are telling me the truth about my life and my work, there's I, I know exactly who those are. Where other of them would go, wow, like it's been a long time since I learned a new skill. Hmm. Like I had, it's been a long time since I said, wow, my industry has changed dramatically because every industry is. Yeah, I better learn this new skill, and then they go and learn it. And so yeah, I think there's some some of us are good at some of them and others at others but we we need a balance of all four john acuff the book is called do over let's talk quickly um because i know i know you've got uh, time commitment so let's talk quickly about um those changes that that do happen in life and and how uh, i remember when i saw you about a year ago uh talking about this i thought how perfectly you kind of put them together kind of like a quadrant yeah, so the the core idea there is that there's four types of do-over moments you go through. There's a, a bump where something negative that's unexpected happens to you, a, a rogue wave, if you will, um, where you lose a job, you lose a relationship unexpectedly. There's a ceiling where you get stuck, which is a, a negative situation that you're voluntarily going toward. This is, you know, 70% of Americans, they don't like their jobs, but don't do anything about it. Um, they just get stuck. And then there's a jump moment, a positive, you know, voluntary decision you're making where you decide to read a book or start a podcast or go back to school and you actually try something positive. And then what I call an opportunity, which is an unexpected positive moment, kind of the flip side of the bump, if you will, where something positive you didn't see coming happens to you. And those are the four, if you look at your career, if you look at your relationships, those are the four buckets that most moments fit into. You know, and as I hear you describe those those four things, I think about, you know, when I talk about life on purpose, when I talk about changing uh, your pain into your purpose um, and turning your obstacles into opportunity, when I talk about those things, what what really what really sets the tone for that is perspective, how you see the world, how you see things and then the preparation Um you make a great point in using those 
those explanations that, and through the book Do Over, that you can be ready for a do over at any point. And no matter whether life makes a change for you or you decide that it's time for you to make a change, you can actually be in the driver's seat at that time. And that's kind of what Life on Purpose is really all about, is living with that intention. Yeah, 100%. And that's what we talked about earlier with the four things, um, skills, relationships, character, and hustle. That's what I call a career savings account. And the, the problem is that most of us have never invested in our careers that way. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. When you go through a bump, imagine if you had a network of friends that you knew, okay, went through a bump, wasn't expecting it. It's not fun. I'm going to admit it hurts, but I've got 50 people that I know I can reach out to. And I'm glad I've built relationships over the years to be able to reach out to those people. So yeah, you can, you can get ready to navigate them. And the reality is they're, you're going to experience all four. Um, nobody just goes through life and has just constant jump moments and constant opportunity moments. It's definitely a balance of all four. So I guess if, uh, if there's any advice for people that are, are finding themselves, they know they, they need to, to make a, a jump before they get bumped. Um, they feel that there's change. There's changes constantly around them, and they, they want to do something different. Um, last piece of Maybe last piece of advice for them. Well, I, I mean, I think we've we've touched on relationships. I'd, I'd say have a have a circle of people in your life that um, are challenging you, are encouraging you, um, can can question you. I think I think that's one of the things. Um, and then I, I think the the idea of being curious. Um, be curious. We we live in a really fast paced, changing world. I always tell people that the idea or the phrase "I don't know." Like you don't get to say that anymore because we have Google. Like you, you can know. Like you, and we've all had friends that'll do that. They'll ask us something that you're then then gonna go Google. Like I think there's that site. Like allow me to Google that for you. So I I tell people be curious. Um, Don't wait for change to happen. Um, I always think about like the hotel industry. You know, 20 years ago hotels competed against other hotels like the Marriott competed against the Hilton who competed against the Hyatt but now hotels have to compete against anyone who has a relatively clean room with things like the Airbnb app like there's a million listings on that app that the hotel industry is completely changing right now and so whatever job you have right now is going to change and I don't know how and neither do you but I know you'll never have a job where they say, oh, we wish you had less relationships. Like, oh, we wish you had fewer skills. So don't, don't wait for change. Like, we're in the midst of it. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It can be fun. Um, you know, invest in it before you're desperate for it. You know what I mean? That's so important. And it's funny you talk about Airbnb because I just found this summer there's an app on your phone called Plows and Mows. And you can you can get people on demand from the touch of your phone, just like Uber, to come cut your grass at your house or plow your driveway. Of course you can. <laughs> of course. So if you're like a traditional plow guy and you're like, what the heck is happening? All my customers like, well, good luck. You know, like because there's somebody I keep hearing the word Uber as a verb. Mm hmm. Be like, um, or or as another noun, or as the like the Michael Jordan of. They'll go. Well, they're trying to become the Uber of cherry pies. Like, <laughs> okay, like that's in Michigan. Like you live in Grand Rapids, I'm sure. Like there's a cherry pie delivery service. Uh-huh. So yeah, so don't wait for it to happen. Like it's happening, and you get to be part of it. And 
it's kind of like for me with do over it was me trying to say like here's a surfboard like waves are coming let's surf them versus let's stay here and let like tidal wave after tidal wave Mm -hmm. like just hit us and be surprised every time to go like i didn't even know that like i thought i'd work for 50 years at the same place like no you won't Hmm. Um, you're those days don't exist anymore Hmm. that's powerful john acuff thank you for joining us and uh great book great author um and uh, so many if by the way if uh people want to get this book uh there's some if you just like pick it up i know it's hard because bookstores are now going that way um but if you just like look at some of the things that people have written about you on this even on the cover man it's got to be uh it's got to be mind-blowing huh yeah, it was uh, that the one that's on the cover was thrilling. Like we danced around our house like crazy people yeah. when we got that one. It is awesome. Do over a great book, and uh, and if people want to connect with you, man, what do they do it? Um, acuff.me is my blog, which is acuff.me, and then um, on Twitter, I'm just at John Acuff, and then Facebook. I think it's facebook.com slash author John Acuff, um, and no H and John. So J O N A C U F F. Thank you for having the courage to do what you do, man, and uh, and share it with the world because uh, you know because of that, I think you're opening the door for so many other people to do the same thing. Well, thanks, Justin. I really appreciate that, John Acuff. Thank you, brother. Look, I highly recommend checking John out. Go to his blog. You can also grab the book. Uh, because here's the deal. No matter what happens in this day and age, technology disrupting industries, the economy, there is absolutely no excuse for you to be unprepared. You've been warned. <laughs> Those things will happen, right? Life will happen. And this is your way to make sure that you're prepared and ready to go. By the way, if you want show notes, you want to check out the full resources, everything that John mentioned, the book, etc., you can go to justinbarclay.com. We have the full show notes page up at justinbarclay.com slash purpose zero zero five. That's justinbarclay.com slash purpose zero zero five. While you're there, make sure you subscribe. If you're digging the show on iTunes, leave us a rating. Leave me a comment on the show page. We love to hear back from you. We want feedback. The show's for you and it's all about you, right? Is there somebody you'd like to hear on the show? A story that you think needs to be told? Wow. I'd love to share it with the world. Make sure that you sign up for our free all-access newsletter. I give out tips, tricks, and inspiration. You can literally learn dozens of ways you can create more freedom and live your life on purpose. No, I don't have a shiny ebook or a course or anything like that to sell you. I just love sending you good stuff. You can grab it at the website at justinbarclay.com or grab your phone right now and text the number 44222. That's 44222 and just text the name Justin to 44222. We'll send you a message real quick, ask you for your email, send that back, and you're in. Another episode is in the books. I cannot wait to bring you some of the other big names we have coming in the next coming weeks. We're just getting started. So until next week, cheers to you and your life on purpose. Purpose.